<laughs> What'd you say? I said okr. I don't know what that means. That is uh, that is me giving you the affirmative. Okr. You just cricket at me? A la Cardi B. Okr. A la what? <laughs> Dude, what's happening <laughs> right say, now? You're saying a lot of things I don't understand. What's that? Really? Onkr? Oh, yeah. Was that like on fleek? Onkr? Because <laughs> I, like, I didn't like on fleek either. Like, it's the same family of languages. Oh, man. It's not, the same family of languages. I'm not okay with that either way. <laughs> I'm not okay. It's the same family That's of languages. That's what I get to look forward to as my daughter grows up. She's going to be saying weird shit. And I'm going to be like, great. This is cool. Koha. No, it's onkr. Do you say koha? I'm going to do it that way. It's my own. <laughs> Doug, you're saying it wrong. It's nkr. No, it's konhar. <laughs> it's like trying to do the ESPN thing. Na na na. Na na na. No, it's na na na. Na na na. Yeah, that's what I said. Na na na. Na na na. Nope. You're not. Are you not hearing it? You're not. You're not hitting those notes at all. Sounds the same. What are you doing again? <laughs> I don't hear a difference. Suey. <laughs> I can make up gibberish noises too. <laughs> Honka honka. <laughs> Here we go. Mind Gap Podcast. Guys, welcome to Mind Gap. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And we are here. And full of Red Bull. And full of Red Bull. Justin is working on his first one. And we'll be working on his second one. Mmm, yeah. So we found out, though, that Red Bull Energy Drink is appreciated worldwide by top athletes, busy professionals, college students, and travelers on long journeys. If you're taking a journey under two hours, Red Bull says go fuck yourself. Red Bull says nope. Nope. Ribble says we are Long not for you. Long journeys. Only those traveling to the center of the earth, to, to Spain and please <laughs> say to space, to yes. space and beyond. <laughs> Justin, you should probably put that down. Nope. Go to space. Doc, if they're going to Mars, they can drink Ribble. If <laughs> not, <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> Guys, welcome back to another sweet, sweet week mm. of Mind Gap. Mm. Mm. We're happy to be here. I love me some sweet weeks. Some sweet weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Some sweet yeah. meats. Sweet breads. Why they kind of call that sweet breads when we all know they're testes? Wait, what? Yeah, sweet breads. Those are like balls. I, I honestly... Wait, what? Yeah, when people say, oh yeah, you want some sweet breads? It's actually like balls. It's not like actually like Hawaiian bread, like sweet bread? Yeah, when people say, you know, the sweet breads. Uh, I don't think that's true. Google it I don't right wanna. now. You I don't, don't want to have that on my search history. Just go to poop.com and type in sweet breads. I, the la- did I tell you I tried to go there one time? You did, and you said it kind of looked like Danger Zone. Well, no, it, it flat out said, like, download. Like, it was, uh, it was starting to, malicious things were happening. It was not good. Sounds don't like, go to poop.com. Sounds like my poop story on Instagram. Am I right? Hey. Hey. Oh, By the yeah. way, I'm Doug's, on Instagram now. Doug's on Instagram. I I was so confused <laughs> when I saw your name pop up as, hey, your Facebook friend's on Instagram. I'm like, what? Who the fuck is this? That can't be right. Someone like, hacked no. his account. Someone literally started Doug's own Instagram <laughs> without his knowledge. Just to piss him off. Just to piss him off. 
and went to his house and took a picture of his wife riding in a small car. <laughs> it's very weird, but this is not Doug. And it all looks like it adds up, but it's not him. It's not Doug. I, I was guarantee like, it ah, I should probably get in on this thing. Doug, Doug's figuring out stories, and he actually just made a poop story. And I was like, yep, this is my poop story. <laughs> It's like a lifetime. My poop story. Poop stories. <laughs> poop stories. Um, speaking of stories, yeah. man. Do you know, talk about a, talk about a uh, one-story building. That's right. A one-story building that houses so much, so much British history. Oh, my God. Like an insane amount of British history. John Lennon yeah. was known to mention <clears throat> Elephant and Castle. If you play the song... Uh, Rubber Soul, that's an album. If you play the song... I was like, you can say anything. I'll be like, Yellow okay. Summer. Actually, was Rubber Soul the track off that album? Anyway, it doesn't matter. If you play... I'm trying to th- see now here. I've just... I've buried it because I was trying to think of... Hey, Jude. No, it was Yellow Submarine. Okay. Yeah. Backwards. All right. The whole song is just this elephant and castle, elephant and castle, elephant and castle. At... 185, North Wabash. Yeah, he got real specific with it. <laughs> Chicago, Illinois. Come on down to Elephant Castle. Yeah, we, uh, this episode of Mind Gap Podcast brought to you by Elephant and Castle, mm-hmm. uh, which we love. And we are currently uh, now recording in what appears to be the middle of a banquet. So, um, you know. No one has noticed us yet. And so. they don't seem to be caring that we just brought, you know, equipment. We're not ordering food. Yeah. We're just drinking Red Bulls. And sort of admiring uh, what's going on around here. So that's that. That's that. Yeah. Elephant Castle just went through a remodel, though, a couple weeks ago. And uh, it's looking pretty slick in here. Yeah, it's so looking very bright. It's getting very... They got new floors. They painted the walls. They got new light fixtures, new AV system. They got new uh, touchscreens and stuff for their bartenders, new software back there. They're going to be redoing the banquet room, new carpet. It looks really fucking good in here. Yeah, it's cool. Stop on by. And if you're going to stop on by, you can check out on Monday, they've got one and dones, which is basically they tap a keg. It's a mystery keg. Every Monday, something brand new. They tap it, and they pour it till it's gone. It's $3 a pint. It's $3 a glass or a pint if you want to be a fucking asshole about it. Uh, Tuesdays, tin up Tuesdays, 25% off all tins, which are aluminum cans of alcohol. Yes. Uh, Wednesday, you've got uh, wine down Wednesday, so you got a bottle of wine for half price, and wine by the glass is a dollar off. We got uh, goose out Thursdays, where Goose Island droughts are bottles are 25% off. Drafts. Drafts, whatever. Uh, and then you've got like, you know, you got your happy hours Monday through Friday. That's snack and shares. So basically, uh, anything that's like eleven dollars or less, you get for half price. You also got select drafts and house wine, uh, each four bucks. And of course, Saturday and Sunday, if you're a brunching motherfucker, you're rocking the brunch out. You're rocking the brunch. They serve brunch here, and they also have five dollar uh, mimosa and bloody marys. That is five dollar mimosas. In case you did not catch the slur, five the Nero. So come on down, Elephant and Castle, 185 North Wabash Avenue, Chicago, Illinois, 60616. That's Damn. not right. Well, we think? looked it up. 60601? I think it was 60601. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. 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 So uh, the last, let's see, what we were in on Sunday, it was two Sundays ago, I think, We from when we were recording this, uh, the people we had on the Best Bar Podcast, they brought people with them. And uh, I think two of them stayed upstairs, two of the the guests, and they were rocking the $5 Bloody Marys and mimosas. And I think they put away like like five to seven a piece or something woo, like woo, that. Woo. They were feeling good Yeah, is all I'm saying. 
And I checked out the menu to this place because I wanted to try and eat here, but it's not conducive to my diet because I'm on a ketogenic diet. So that's like, you know. If you want to sound like an asshole. If you want to be like a pretentious asshole like myself. I was like, mm, I can't have grains. <laughs> Sorry. So you went uh, and had rice uh, yeah, today. I cheated. <laughs> you did. Uh, but it looked delicious. <laughs> like there were so many things like fried calamari, uh, fried pickles. It looked like they had some amazing burgers, fish and chips. Uh, bang is a mash. You can get the. You can get some burgers, right? I have to say, but I have to be like, okay, we not the bun, please. Right, but they've got. I think they've got. Uh, they've got. They've got stuff here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well played, Justin. Was that convincing? They've got. They've got. Uh, they've got. Uh, so you were convincing until you said stuff. They've got, like, they have to have some sort of chicken dish. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I didn't see it. <laughs> They've got fried chicken. Anyway, I've eaten here, and it's yeah. fucking... If you're not on some stupid diet, it's amazing. Yeah, right? Yeah. Being on a diet is kind of hard anyway, but yeah. it's been worth it. It's been worth it. Your face looks thinner. <laughs> I had two <laughs> separate people tell me today that I look thinner at work, and I was like, will you all just stop? Just Why can't no you way. accept the compliment? There's no Tony. way you can tell that. Why can't you accept the compliment? There's no way they can tell. It's bullshit. They it, can tell. it is bullshit. They can't tell. No, they can't tell. No, they can't tell. They can't tell. No, they can't. They can't. No. Uh... <laughs> That was an effective debate right there. That's it. That's pretty much let's we just summed up American politics today. That sounded pretty much like the last presidential debate. Right. No, most, yes, no, yes, no, yes. Ah. And we're out of time. The moderator goes, I'd like to get a word in No, shut up. No. Yeah. Yes. No. no. Yes. Ah. Yep. Um, when I was trying to think of a Beatles song, has that ever happened to you where you try to get so specific with something and your mind just blanks? Yeah. Like when you're trying to make something, because I know the Beatles are hands down my favorite band. I know them inside their 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 records inside and out, backwards and forwards. And the minute that you try, I'm like, I'm gonna pull a deep cut. Mine just goes completely blank. You might say the mind gaps a little bit. Shut the fuck get out. You of here. get what? that? What That's just happened? Hey, don't yell at them. They're eating their dinners Sorry, for the guys. banquet. Sorry, that looks really good. By the way, uh, ma'am, could do without you slurping that soup. Yeah, you could just relax just a bit. Pull back just a little bit. It's There's gross. no way it's that good. That is actually it might be. Mm, doubt it. Anyway, I just I hate that is one of my biggest pet peeves when I can't when I blank like that. Mm. Absolutely fucking hate that. Oh, it happens all the time, especially when it happens multiple times during a conversation. Especially a lot I've been doing it a lot lately with actors. Oh really? Where I'm like, Yeah, this guy that's uh and I know them. It could be like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I'm like, uh, and I have to be like, uh, the big guy. Bald. He was in, uh, you know, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, shit, what was he in? And I blank. And I'm Rampage. Like, uh, He's gonna be in Rampage. Walking Tall. Uh, Rampage. The Tooth Fairy. Uh, that's what you go with. Is I was like, the Tooth that's Fairy. what that's what comes up. I'm like, I'm drawing a blank. You could just say Rampage and be mm, fine. I refuse. Just saying. Refuse. Je refuse. Don't you fucking talk that language to me. Is that how it goes? Pretty, that's pretty much it. Justin tuned me into this new phrase. Go tell tell everyone what it is. They heard about it in the pre-roll. Mm, okay. Good to know. <laughs> just want to make sure that I just didn't do that in a vacuum. <laughs> give them context. Please give them context. Scrantlin, give them context. So what is that? It's just the new it's the new cool thing to say. I mean it's been around for it's been around for a good while. Uh like the what, musician, thirty days or something? <clears throat> at least thirty <laughs> days. Uh at least the same amount of time as an Instagram story stays up. <laughs> ah. Um, which is twenty four hours. Good to know. Uh no, it's I mean it's, I've heard it's been around for a good a good amount of time, but uh the musician the entertainer Cardi B, who is mm. uh, she's on the new Bruno Mars soundtrack or mm. soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's featured on the new Bruno Mars track. And she's got a couple of her own. She's, you know, um, she was in the Alexa commercials, mm-hmm. right? So that was, she kind of has popularized the, and instead of, it's, so it's saying, okay. So you're saying, okay, you're going, oh, 
and you chirp at the end for some reason. Ugh. I hate everything about that. <laughs> I don't. I, look, I don't care if I sound is, I like know, I'm 70. <laughs> I don't give a shit. That is obnoxious. I don't know where it comes from. I don't know like the genesis of it, but that is what it is. Ugh. I know, right? Ugh. I do not. I'm so mad that you just exposed that to me. Because now you're gonna hear it everywhere. That, and that's exactly what I'm not looking forward to. And I can't wait till Jill hears it the first time and goes, "What the fuck?" Jill has probably already heard it. She's just mm. been keeping it from you. No, nah, I doubt it. The conspiracy level of things that she I am going me is, to is work pretty my, high, but I don't think that's... I'm going to work my ass off to teach Natalie mm-hmm. to say... Ugh. Natalie, say... And she's going to go, no. And see, that's what I'm going to do is like I, I'm going to try to keep up with all these trends and stuff like that so that I can then just make fun of them relentlessly. <laughs> like, did I do it right? Just as you're dropping her off at a sleepover. And you're like... Hey, she'd be like, Dad, I'll be, I'll, I'll, you know, have a good time. Okay, Dad. Did I do it? Guys, did I do it? Oh, my God, Dad, you're so embarrassing. I'm like, ha, 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 ha. You're stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Like, uh, the word savage has been being used a lot. Like, oh, those savage moments. They're so savage. Bro, that was savage. It was a savage burn, bro. Who's like, I think 12 now, like, was, was saying that, and her mom just kept using it over and over, like, is that savage? How about that? Was that savage? She's like, Mom, stop it! Was she doing it just to <laughs> just dig a, at her? Just to piss at her. She's like, oh, that's so savage. She's like, Mom, knock it off! <laughs> that's what I look forward to. I fucking love That's like it. a rite of passage as a parent. Oh, absolutely. Like that. Yeah. Just being like, oh, yeah. Oh, there's, yeah. There's going to be part of me that is sad that I'm not hip to the mm-hmm. trend. Like, when, once I start really, like, finding my separation from it and not mm-hmm. not being able to keep up there will be part of me that's sad but there will also be a part of me that's just that's looking forward to going fuck that makes you wonder if you're gonna be able to speak the language at all they're gonna be saying all the slang and stuff you're gonna be like i don't even you kind of wonder if as uh, like an older like if you take someone who's like 75 80 years old when they hear someone who's 16 talk does it sound truly as if it is a like if there's they don't know part of the language now like it's a foreign language almost to them. That's a that's be. a terrifying thought. Yeah, is that you can live long enough to see the language evolve or devolve to a point where you don't necessarily recognize every word that's being used. So you can live long enough to see yourself become the villain. There it is. There it is. There it is. <laughs> there it goes. It's already happening in the uh, in in regards to um, like technology mm-hmm. and certain actors or musician musicians big mm. time. There, I mean. When we watched, I think it was either the AMAs or the Grammys, and they were calling up some of these like best new artists, best album, and I'm like, oh, fuck, what? I, who is this? And oh, Beth yeah. would go, who was that? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know who this is. I've never heard of this person. I gave up on the Grammys a long time Dude, ago. Dude, it's scary. And I always told myself that I would not be that. Pro- like In my head, I was like, I'm going to work as hard as I can to try to stay up on everything. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's – like, how do you find out about apps? Because I used to know about, like, I used to just find out about them, but now, like, my niece will show be on something, and I'm like, "What is that?" She's like, "This this app," and I'm like, "Was that new?" She's like, oh, "It's been out for like a year." I'm like, "What? How well, have I not like, heard about it?" Like, what kind of app is it? I don't know. Just like it's either a picture app or wow. some sort of. It, it's just I don't know. Just some yeah. weird game or whatever. But it's then I look it up, and it's fucking huge, and I don't know how I've missed it. I just chalked myself up to it, like, ah, that wasn't built for me. It's just <laughs> I'm not in the target demographic. I guess, man. It's just amazing how much can slip by you, even yeah. when you're aware of it. Like I'm mm-hmm. cogniz- cognitively trying to yeah. not allow that stuff to slip by me, sure. and I can't keep up. It's just too much. Yeah. Well, it's interesting that you bring up things like apps and musicians and 
popular stuff like that because I have a question for you, <clears throat> Justin Strandland. I'm ready. Of the Illinois Strandlands. <laughs> oh, oh, you're a Strandland <laughs> of the Quad City Strandlands? <laughs> yes. Yes, of course. Yes, mm. yes. Mm. So, my question to you, sir, We is... summer in the Geneseos. Mm. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> we summer in the Galena. In the Galenas. <laughs> In the Silvis. In the Silvi. <laughs> we summer in Milan. I'm sorry, it's pronounced Milan. Milan. We have a Milan in Missouri, too. Wait, do you really? <laughs> yep. Just like every... I think every state has to have a Carthage. Like, I'm gear, it, just, it seems like everyone has a Carthage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, okay. Oh, before you... I, yeah. I was... Uh, <clears throat> something came across my, my news feed today. Um, did you hear about this whole Sinclair Group thing? Yes. I So I was, I was doing some research on Sinclair Group because I was very underknowledged about what it is, and underknowledged is a word now. I was going to let it go. But. I, think, um, I, uh, I found out that one of their affiliates that they own is in Kirksville, Missouri. Not shocking. Yeah. At all. Is it KTVO? Probably. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't remember what it was. It's just like, oh, Kirksville. I saw that. I was looking up the markets that they have stuff in. Of course it is. But anyway, go ahead. Dun, dun, dun. So, my question to you, mm. Justin Strandland yeah. of the Quad City Strandlands, mm-hmm. uh, should art... And the artist be viewed separately. Mm, I don't want to answer that question. Cool. So before you answer, yes, and there is only one right answer, Justin. Shit. Um, before the episode is up, you will, you will provide your answer. Um, now the reason I bring this up is I recently <clears throat> saw uh, uh, something pop up on my newsfeed, and it was uh, a quick like minute video talking about these two video game developers who each have released uh, great games so far this year. And uh, the lead developers, those two dudes, like one for each game, um, each of them have been, uh, like people have said, these games are amazing, but the lead developers are kind of pieces of garbage in their minds. I shouldn't say that. They have extreme views on certain things. Okay. Like, for example, one of them uh, doesn't believe in feminism. Interesting. Uh, okay. His comments are very derogatory and dismissive. I can and imagine. Just very <laughs> obnoxious. Yeah. And another guy, I forget what um, sort of stuff he had going on, but it was like kind of, you know, uh, scandalous sort of things. And they asked, should you be able to still enjoy the game knowing that the lead developers of this, who had a hand in crafting the game, you know, are part of it? Oh, that's a good, that's a good question. <clears throat> So I would initially say yes, if you enjoy the game, you can support. You can. Hmm. I guess actually no, because if you buy the game, then the person who you disagree with is benefiting. Sure. So like they're you're you're giving them your money, even if there's let's say he had a team of you know a hundred people working on the mm-hmm. game, you want to support. None of them maybe believe what he believes. And you want to support them in the game they made, but he is reaping the benefits of what you're purchasing. So, I guess if there is um, if there is a benefit or or uh, what is this um, if if someone is benefiting from it, like either monetarily or with uh, with stature or whatever, then I I would say that it's I don't think it is possible to separate the art and the artist. It's definitely a challenging thing because in some aspect I feel like you can. Because obviously we're going to dive deeper into some more yeah. complicated. I think the answer is it's complicated. It's it's, yeah. it's not a one size fits all. Like in a situation in that like that scenario, I would say there's. I don't know if there's a way to do that because even though you like the game, 
supporting the game does benefit the the creator. Mm-hmm. And to some extent, for me. I might be able to look like I don't necessarily agree with them, but I'm like, look, if this game is awesome and it's it, none of these games really fits my sort of sure. liking. So I'm yeah. like, whatever, I'm not going to buy it. But if it was a game that I'm like super into and I'm like, oh, fuck. But the guy who developed this is a giant D bag. I'd right. be like, mm, I really want to play the game. Like right. I want to I be entertained by this game. Um, you know, I'm like, uh, I, I, you know, it's, it's to some extent too. It's like, you know, not a big fan of Chick-fil-A as a corporation, but by God, their sandwiches are good. That's, I, every, well, here's the thing. Every time I go into Chick-fil-A, uh-huh. and it's not often, but mm-hmm. when I do <clears throat> to get something, that is the only thing that's running through my mind is, I forgot how shitty this corporation is. And I don't think about it until I go in. I'm like, I really want this chicken sandwich, but fuck this corporation. <laughs> yeah, I was so bummed when someone, I never had Chick-fil-A. I'm like, I'm good. I don't need it. And someone went and bought it for me. And they go, here you go. I'm like, oh, well, it's food, so I'm not going to just throw it away. And I right. ate it, and I was like, you son of a bitch. That's good chicken. Now I know how good this is. Because I'm like, how good can a chicken sandwich really be? And I'm like, oh, that's how good. Delicious. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I was like, fuck. And I was like, I guess I can forgive your transgressions. I want this chicken sandwich. Yeah. But, you know, to obviously go uh, even further down the road here, talking about, you know, uh, we talked about musicians and stuff earlier, um, you know, there's a lot of musicians out there like the Chris Browns of the world. Right. Or the R. Kelly's of the world. Sure. Um, you know, the, these folks that, um, you know, I was reading an article uh, today that was talking about, you know, that these musicians also kind of create their personas as well, which are. A, right. Are relatively, you know, a part of who they are as human beings. And, you know, the argument then becomes like, okay, cool. You like this track from Chris Brown. It's a it's a great fun song, but can you reconcile the fact that he, he uh, beat Rihanna? He beat Rihanna. Yeah. Like, can you be like, oh, but this is a pretty cool song, right? You know, it's like, can they be separate from each other, right? And I don't know. That's I mean, I think if you truly like something enough, you're gonna find a way to apologize for it. You're gonna find a way to justify and mm-hmm. make the make the make the argument for. For listening to it, for supporting it, for having it, like I, the, if you like it enough, mm-hmm. I think you can. I think is there will always be someone who makes the argument for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I think it just all depends on what. Like, there's a bunch. I mean, there are. Th- it all depends on on the level too. Like mm-hmm. for a while, <clears throat> you know, Beth was super against uh, something that Jeff Bezos did, mm-hmm. and she was like, "No, oh, fuck Amazon." Yeah, and I, I was like, "Yeah, but I really want a Prime account." Like. <laughs> and so I was like, are we, am I able to overlook that? And I'm like, my argument to that was, yeah, but we support Apple and Apple has done some shitty shit too. Like, yes, there have been companies that have done worse stuff, but Apple's not, I mean, their hands are completely clean. Sure. No company's hands are completely clean. Yeah. And especially in a company that's that large and that successful. Right. But yet we have tons of Apple. Right? We each have an iPhone and I watch. Mm-hmm. We both have laptops. I have an iPad, like Apple mm-hmm. TV. We have all the shit. Like, yeah. so we're supporting it. It's just it's just a matter of how much are you willing what are you willing to overlook and at what point do you finally get outraged enough. So I think yeah. it's more of a I, I think I would say it's more of a personal thing. Yeah. You know, like it's it's on an individual a person to person basis. It's like how at what what is your threshold mm-hmm. to which you can no longer separate it. Yeah. And it, it's cuz you make a good point too about like if you do purchase the game, if you do purchase the album, the single, that sort of stuff, you are supporting 
that person financially. In, in a way, yeah. And you're kind of casting a vote <clears throat> in one way or another right. for that because you want to basically... You're allowing them to do more. Um, and some part of me, I guess you could call it the creative side of me, it's like I would like to think that even if I did something wrong that and I was creating stuff, like people could still view the, what I created as a separate thing from me. Because I, I think it depends entirely on like... Um, you know, did someone like, you know, I was reading up on this article about R. Kelly, like he used his influence to essentially, you know, lure young uh, singers uh, to himself with a promise of professional mentorship and in instead like sort of almost imprisoned them, made them do really weird shit sexually and otherwise and like all using his influence to do that. Sure. That guy is a piece of garbage. Yep. Like real piece of shit. Right. Um, but at the same time, his uh, notoriety and his and his um, his fame shielded him from really any consequences mm -hmm. that he that he's done. And even now, there's few people that would say they wouldn't work with him. I mean, people no gave no comment. <laughs> I think there was only one person who was like, "Nope, I wouldn't do it." Everyone right. else is like, "No comment." Cause right. Because they know that, that level of influence could reach that far. Absolutely. Which that's the sort of stuff I look at. That I'm like, I'm not going to support someone who does that. Like, same thing with, like, Harvey Weinstein. Right. Like, that guy is a piece of garbage. Right. Like, the shit that he did, the influence that he used right. to basically, you know, railroad different careers or prop people up for sexual favors. Absolutely, like that's, yeah. It's not okay He's at all. He himself is unforgivable. Yeah. Now, the movies that his company produced, though, mm. do you stop liking those movies? Yeah, I still like Pulp Fiction. Because there are, <laughs> there are individuals behind those that mm -hmm. put their blood, sweat, and tears into those who, who yeah. have done nothing, you know? and yeah. And... Is are those movies now tainted because? Be Hello, that's super professional. Oh, me. cello. Um, yeah. I mean, you look at and I mean, you take it back. Uh, for me, it was the Cosby Show. Yeah. Like I growing up loved that show. I thought it was absolutely fucking hysterical. Now, given I have not seen an episode of it, I have not sought an episode out or seen one since everything came out on Cosby. Uh, so I don't know watching it. Would I feel the same way about it? Would I watch it and go, I just can't get into this anymore. Like I, but at the, but that show meant so much. Like I watched an interview with two, two of the founders of the times up movement. And one of them was talking about how she was having a hard time reconciling that in her own, for her own self. Mm -hmm. She's like, when I was growing up, like as a young black woman, that show was revolutionary for us that defined my childhood and proved to me. And she was kind of going on about like mm -hmm. how it just, how it meant so much to her. And then she's like, but now as a woman, I, you know, I'm disgusted at everything that he's done and he's just a terrible human being. How do I, she's like, that's, that's kind of what she was wrestling with. And yeah. it's, it's a very valid, it's a really fucking hard point to be at when you have to kind of, you know, in your head, I think Kevin Spacey was a phenomenal actor. Oh, but now you're like, ah, what a fucking asshole. <laughs> what a fucking pervy asshole. Like, yeah. it's it's just one of those things where at what, I mean, yeah, I just, I don't know. I same On the same token, I have not watched a Kevin Spacey film since. So I don't know, yeah. I don't know how I'll feel the next time I see something come on. I still think he's a tremendous actor. I mean, cr you know, yeah, I what mean, he did right. or, or not. Well, and the Cosby show is still is yeah. still funny, I think. Like, yeah. again, based off of, I haven't seen it in a long time, but I'm sure. assuming I still think it's funny. It, it, and it still it still had the groundbreaking mm -hmm. effect that it had. Yeah. And I, it, it comes around to that thing where I'm like, you know, there's a lot of great people in history 
who have done bad things in their personal life. Mm-hmm. There's a, I think, it was a meme before memes existed. It was more like a chain email, but it was like, which of these people would you choose to be your leader? And it was like, you know, it listed out like all these characteristics, like uh, heavy drinker, uh, abused his wife. Ah, and then uh, it yeah. goes down, down, down. Then the last person was like, you know, you know, straight edge, doesn't do this, doesn't do that, you know, yada, yada, yada. And the thing was, it was folks like Winston Churchill, right? That were like the bad, and this, and, right, and right. the last one was Adolf Hitler, right? <laughs> Which I was like, I don't know if all that's true, but you know, it just, you know, it, it leads to the fact that you know, I'm in no way, shape, or form excusing any sort of behavior, but you know, we are flawed creatures. And I think the question should be, at what point do we, or can we, forgive for that sort of stuff and move on? And I don't know if we can. Yeah, I don't know if forgive. Harvey Weinstein, I'm like, no. Right. But what's the qualifier at that point? Like, yeah. how do you, like, because I feel the same way. Like, you, I just, I feel yeah. in my gut, I'm like, no, Harvey Weinstein is done. Yeah. There's no, forg- like, there's no way to get over that. Yeah. But what, what, like, how do you just, what is that innate, you just know, just kind of that, yeah. you know, it's like trying to ethereal define, feeling. It's like trying whatever. to define integrity. Like, it's hard to do, right. but you know when someone has it. Right, like, exactly. guy's got integrity. What do you mean? I don't know, man, but I, I can just tell. You just know. He's a straight shooter. Right. He's honest. Straight shooting son of a gun. Yeah, yeah you know, it's, it's one of those things where <clears> I, th- <throat> I think the far end of the scale of, like, point of no return is, like, Harvey Weinstein, you know, R. Kelly. Right. People like that. And then I think you get to some more weird territory. Um, you know, like Louis C.K. I yeah, mean, yeah. again, not okay what he did. But here's also a guy who, through his show Louis, basically kind of paved the way for new comedy. You know, on TV. Yeah. You know, and not that, but his stand-ups, pretty prolific in what he did. He was the guy that was kind of following George Carlin, and he would put out a brand new hour every year. And release it. And he was just a workhorse. He was, yeah. But, I mean, again, like, a workhorse, but everything that's created now has the stink of what he was doing on the side mm-hmm. associated with it. Yeah, people look you into wonder, it with the bits and stuff that he does right, about you, masturbation. Right, and, he's like, oh, he was, it was personal stories now. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so I don't, <clears throat> I don't know. Like, is it, maybe is it a point where you can go back and appreciate everything that has occurred up till now, but moving forward, this person... Like if like let's say Kevin Spacey did another movie, I probably wouldn't go see it. Not now, you know. Like we just or let's say Harvey Weinstein somehow miraculously <laughs> got back into the business. Anything he put out wouldn't go see it, you mm-hmm. know. Or you know, pick someone, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. So is it you can celebrate the the stuff up to a point, and then nothing after? But again, you you know that everything that was created up to this point mm-hmm. has that association with the. I go back to the Cosby Show. Sure, the show was revolutionary. It was groundbreaking. It paved it paved ways. It was funny. It was heart heartfelt. But at the same time, you you watch that and you go, that actress that was on that show, that guest starring actress, did he rape her? Mm-hmm. And now all that is just tied up in that. So is there like I can't I I'm start I'm leaning towards the fact that you can't really separate art from the artist because the art is so directly tied to what was happening at that time of. Of the indiscretions, I think you can, but over time. Okay, I so think you think it's, you it's, think time heals? Well, it doesn't heal, but it time fades on. Like I feel like fifty years from now, you could look back and the Cosby Show will still be something that's in the annals of history of being this 
prolific show sure. that did these things. And there will be also, a, oh, also, Bill Cosby was, at this point, alleged rapist of these women. Right. And over time, that detail will probably fade, which is kind of unfortunate. But, you know, you can look at a lot of, you know, there's a lot of, I think, uh, See, I don't artists. I think it will, though. Well, it depends, because this is the internet age. So, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, artists and stuff over time, you know, who, you know, back in the day were made some really great, amazing art, but were probably real fucking assholes and creeps, you know, back yeah. in the day. And we're known for a lot of that sort of stuff. And that's kind of like a footnote in history now. Yeah. But also, we're looking at a time in history where this stuff is there. And you can't necessarily escape from it. I mean, we've talked about good Samaritans who've done stuff. And yeah. they're a hero one day, they're a joke the next day, and they're a villain the third day because yeah. they dig up their history. Absolutely. And they look, you know, which is, I think, almost another separate conversation, too, is how far back do we go to hold something over someone's head? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if some, if you did something 20 years ago, 20 years ago, you did, you know, you made a mistake. You did something. I'm not saying you raped somebody because that's unforgivable. Sure. Never okay. But maybe you made an inappropriate joke. Maybe at the time it was okay. But now you look back and you're like, ooh. Like there's – I was thinking about Scrubs the other day and how like the the character, the Todd. Yeah. Very oh. funny at the time. But you look at him now I'm like, God, this guy is a fucking creep. He's – yeah. He walks around all the time basically sexually harassing the whole hospital and it's a joke. Absolutely, yeah. And everyone's just like, oh, Todd. It's like, oh, yeah. there's the Todd. It's like, ugh. Right, I swear right. if you talk about, you know, your sausage one more time, you know, whatever. And it's like that <laughs> – we laugh because, like, we all knew that guy. Right. But that character could never be written into a show anymore. No. That character could not exist in that, in that style of show. That character could not exist. Yeah. And there's just sort of, like, frame of jokes where it's like, you know um, – you know, to to reference a, a podcast which I'll also promote later, the Review Universe when they reviewed the first episode of The Big Bang Theory, okay, there was a gay panic joke okay. that they had in there where the you know these two characters you know meet this hot girl across the across the way in the apartment. And she goes, oh, you know, you know, who are you guys? Oh, we live together, but we we don't live together. But you know, we're, we're you know we're living together, but we're not like that. You know, it's like this whole like, oh my god, we're not gay. I promise, right, like right. sort of thing. It's like. It's kind of weird, like <laughs> yeah. these days. You guys you know? are leaning really hard into that. Yeah, and, and so some of that stuff just doesn't translate over time. Yeah. and you look back, it's like, is that a poorly written show, or is it just a situation where you're like, you know, is it gross that someone wrote that those jokes, or is, or was it a sign of what was what was acceptable at the time? Or I mean, if, you know? even if it was acceptable, just just because something's acceptable doesn't make it right, though. It's Agreed. the same. I mean. Yeah, it's such a murky area. Yeah, such a murky area. Because I do feel like there's an element of, <clears throat> I do feel like there's there's a point to where some people deserve second chances. Mm-hmm. Like if like I I do think some people. Let me put it this way, I do think some people can can change. Some people can have an awakening moment, kind mm-hmm. of an aha moment, and go fuck. Holy shit! I was. T- I, I, I'm sorry. I am sorry. I am terrible. I mm-hmm. did not realize, and I see it now. Mm-hmm. And they can truly have that moment. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I think that there can be, I think there should be an opening for um, a potential forgiveness or a second chance. Or mm-hmm. you don't have to like the person, but going, okay, cool. At least you see your mistake. Doesn't mean that you were right, mm-hmm. but you at least you're admitting it. Yeah, like well, you can see where where you went wrong. Well, I think too, it's just like sorry to interrupt you. No, um, you know it's. Let's take you know, let's go back 15 years. Mm-hmm. 
Justin 15 years ago and Doug 15 years ago very different yeah. than Justin and Doug now. Yeah, very much so. I said and did a lot of stupid shit. Oh, yeah. If someone were to bring that up to me now, I'd be like, dude, you said this and you did this on this day. Oh, dude, they're... Yeah, no, I... I mean, the first thing out of my mouth would be like, I was 19 and I was 20. I was an idiot. Right. I and was, I am... I was young. So sorry, yeah. And I'm sorry, And but is that something that should be held over my head... Today, granted, we're talking in general terms. We're not specifics here, but you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like. I mean, I think it, I think it varies in degrees of because, like, to kind of piggyback off what I was saying mm-hmm. before, there's there's an element of where people should be for either not again. I, I use the word forgiven lightly, but there should be a redemption mm-hmm. or a second chance. Um, but again, I think that's you need to qualify that with there are certain things that are unforgivable sure. or unredeemable. Like yeah. again, like there's. And for every person, that's going to be different because some yeah. people are going to hear a joke someone said, like the the, the joke Chad told at my work, oh, where boy. about you know eating a brownie. Mm-hmm. There are some people that hears that and goes, "You're fucking gross. You're a pedophile rapist," mm-hmm. and that's it. Mm-hmm. There are some people that's going to go, "Dude, that's a fucking sick joke. Don't say that anymore." Yeah, and they're going to go on their way. And there's some people that are going to go, "That was funny." Mm-hmm. Like so, it depends on what camp you're in. Sure, you know the next joke he tells. The person in the middle may go, all right, that one was funny, but mm-hmm. the other one is still gross. Don't do mm-hmm. that. And the people on the on the far one side are going to go, nope, you're still I, you're dead to me. Sure. And the people on the other, so I think it depends on where you sit on the whole spectrum. Yeah, again, it's just I on, think on it's, different on different topics because it's one thing if someone was like 15 years ago, so they're let's say they're 19, 20 years old, and you talk to them, and every time they see a black person, they just yell out the word the n word at them. Sure. And you're like, wow, you're a piece of garbage. Yeah. 15 years later, you meet them and completely changed. You know, they're like, you know, they, they've they've had some experiences and they've changed. And then that person, I don't know, for some reason comes in the public eye. And they go, I remember when he was 19 years old, he was yelling the N-word at every black person that he saw. Should we take into account that there's been growth from that point to this point? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like... And and I guess that's kind of the thing that I look at with some of this stuff is I'm like, okay, when did this happen? And, you know, was that okay? Absolutely not. Right. No one, you should never, ever right. do that to people. But have they learned from it? Right. Because, I, you know, a lot of times I feel like our society is so interested in punishing that we're not really looking at a way to improve. No, absolutely. And they want people want a sense of justice. Something yeah. has been done, a period's been put at the end of the sentence. Yeah. I I distinctly remember in high school just saying stupid stuff. I've said really like I'm not proud of some of the stuff that I've said. Shouted and stuff like that. And I look back and I was like, "Wow. I used someone else as a butt of the joke that I should have done. And I shouldn't have absolutely. done that." And I was like, I remember just feeling absolutely mortified in the moment. Yeah. And years later, I'm still embarrassed by it. I'm absolutely. like, "Jesus Christ." Like, there are still things to this day where I look back on and I'm I'm embarrassed by. It. And I know yeah. most people have forgotten it, but in my mind I'm like, "Fuck, I I, I, I would day. give anything to take that back because yeah. that was that was dumb." And I know it was dumb. Yeah. Exactly. So there should be, I feel like to some level there should be a, a look at, okay, what happened? When did it happen? And does that behavior continue today? Right. Because if that person is yelling the N-word 15 years ago and they're still doing it now, there hasn't been any growth and development. Right. I think we can still hold that person accountable and be like, look, dude, not okay. Or even if they're not yelling it, but they're still, they're, they've changed to a different word <laughs> or they're still telling jokes that are in, that imply the word. Like if 
they're hopping on the forums and stuff like that online sure. and sharing I mean, stuff. Uh, like, there can be know. growth to where cool. He doesn't say the <laughs> word anymore, but he still has. He's he beats around the word. Like, I would say I would still say there's no growth there. Right. Absolutely. You know, that's yeah. someone who's still doing what right. they did before, and I think that's something to take into consideration because, sure. you know, we all like to believe that we've never done anything wrong. Right. You know, oh, no, no, I never did anything like that. Well, I haven't, though. <laughs> oh, obviously. No, I mean, that's, yeah. Yeah, it's obviously true. And again, there's certain things like Harvey Weinstein, you know, again, has there been any official ruling on this in the courts or whatever? I don't think so, but the amount of stories that have come out have been pretty spooky. <laughs> like a noncommittal. You, know I mean? you know, has there been anything in the courts? Uh, probably not. I don't know. I don't know. But <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, because it seems like there's – because is he getting like, – I don't know. Is he getting sued right now? Like, I don't even know what's happening with him. Like, I just know that he's getting booted out of his company. His right. company's trying to declare bankruptcy. But people are trying to stop that and say, like, you guys – oh, they try to sell off their company. But they're like, no, 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 no. You can't do that yet because <laughs> people are owed money for right. different things. So yeah, there's obviously some sort of, like uh, – again, I hate to I, – I just hate to – the sling around guilt without knowing all the facts. It doesn't look good for Harvey Weinstein. I'm not defending him, but um, I think it's one of those situations where, you know, that guy in real time is currently still under investigation. Yeah. That guy in real time, if that stuff is true, which it, you know, seems like it is real piece of shit. Yeah. Um, now Larry Nasser, the U S gymnastics, uh, oh, women's gymnastics doctor. Yeah, that There's guy. another piece of shit. Ooh, boy. There's an example of a guy who does not deserve a second Ooh, chance. Ooh, that is an excellent, excellent example of someone who's a real piece of shit who right. has ruined lives for generations. I think a hundred and Ugh. no, sorry. Ugh. 265. Ugh. God. 200. That's awful. January 21st. Just Abuse Awful. 265 girls. Yeah, 265. That is that is something that is I mean there's there's no punishment. There is no punishment in the world that is in the physical world that is fitting for that. No, that not not at all. And that's obviously a guy who now is probably feeling sorry well, I'm sure he's for like, everything that he's done, oh, but it's I've like no 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 no, things, no 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 no. You've you've done you've not changed, sir. Right, right. <laughs> you have not changed. Well when there are two hundred and sixty five examples of yes. what of 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 repeated like what once oh I didn't know what I was doing. You're still a piece of garbage and you deserve to go to prison for a long, long, long fucking time. Two okay, maybe you didn't know three, four hundred two hundred sixty five? It's like dude. There's no, there's no argument in the world that you could possibly even pretend to make. Nope. You know, again, not even one. There's no argument. No. But 265, you knew what you were fucking doing. Yeah. You were. This was. This was uh, chronic, and it just kept fucking. Uh, yeah. There's no. There's no going back from that. Yeah. Exactly. And I don't know. It's, there's no. I made a mistake. Oh, it was something. I was young and dumb. No. Fuck you. Yeah. And I think that's probably why this stuff is so hard for fans of the material because. Um, you know, if I found out that, like, I don't know, Christopher Nolan is, like, burying kids in his backyard and some shit like that, you know, I'm like, dude, I loved the Dark Knight trilogy. Uh, you know, how would I reconcile that? I'd be like, well, I mean, Dark Knight was really cool with Heath Ledger, you know? Like, you remember the thing they did with the hospital? They really blew that up, you know? Like, it's it would be hard for me. That's where he got the children. I was like, oh, Christ. Um, that's... I'm trying to ask myself right now, could like, I still what enjoy would you that do? movie? Yeah. In this moment, it's easy for me to say yes because it's not real. But, right, like, right. I mean, could I watch that again? And could I 
could I look at that and be like, child murder aside, I really enjoyed this movie. Like, I mean, that's a it's hard. A, that's a hard. Even that's a hard thing to say. It's a hard uh, thing to say. Even it's, in a hypothetical situation, right? Yeah, it's, it's hard to even say that jokingly. Like, oh, okay, I'm still all for it. It's difficult. Yeah, it's difficult to do that. And I think that's at the core of a lot of the stuff. Why people, you know, initially were like, oh no, Chris Brown, he didn't do that. He right. didn't hit Rihanna. No, I, I love him. I love his music. There's no way he could do that. Right. Or you know. You know, when you see, you know, same thing like Woody Allen. You know, he's often known for making those movies where he pretty close. He's playing characters that are very close to himself, right? Where he's basically a pedophile. You know, uh, and it's like people are like, oh, but those movies are so good. It's like, yeah, but but, <laughs> but I I just I don't know I I you know I try to think about. Can you still like something even though that person is a piece of shit? Did you say Woody Allen or Woody Harrelson? I said Woody Allen. Okay, good. I was like, I was you said it I, like. I was afraid I said Woody Harrelson. I don't know. I think I meant Woody, Woody Allen. Yeah. If I, I think Woody you Allen. said that. I just, okay. for some reason, I was like, wait, did he say? I had to yeah. question it, but yes. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's. I just think it's so hard. You know, can you appreciate something that someone made even though they're a piece of garbage? It's yeah. <laughs> Again, I th- I feel like it's gonna be, I feel like it's gonna be a person to person decision. Mm-hmm. Like it's I I don't think it's something you can you can blanket statement. I think everyone's mm-hmm. got to make the decision for themselves, and I think it's got to be even in that regard, it's got to be on a person to person basis. So like, it would be you would make one decision about Harvey Weinstein, about Kevin Spacey, mm-hmm. about Woody Allen, about so and so, about so and so, about so and so. I would make then a distinction. Yeah. I don't think it can. So this person, no one can like his stuff, yeah, or no one can like her stuff, or no one can like whatever. Like I think individuals have to make their own decisions about individual instances. And I think it's tough too, because which I know sounds like a cop out. I get that, no, and, and people are going to call that out. On I, I get it. It sounds like a cop out, but I just. It's one of those things that it's going to be different to everyone. Yeah, it really I've, is. I've seen that in the discussions, like where people, you know, will look at someone like Louis C.K. and they'll be like, "I still like this comedy. I still like to stand up." And sure. people are like, "No, I I have seen Louis. I have something came up. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh no, what it was? It was the uh, CNN did something called a history of comedy. Mm. It's a ten part miniseries. It's fucking amazing. But in there, it was all it was long before about a year before any of this came out, mm-hmm. and they. You know, one of the comedians that gets brought up in a couple episodes is Louis C.K. And they show mm-hmm. some clips and they talk, comedians talking about how amazing, you know, he is and this and that. And I immediately, my heart, my my kind of gut t- nodded up a little bit. And I'm like, ugh. I don't, uh, I'm kind of, I'm judging. Like, I'm hearing him do these jokes. I'm like, I'm not laughing like I used to. Mm-hmm. So, like, I did, that is that is an example of what, like, Cosby Show, I haven't watched one yet, Kevin mm-hmm. Spacey. But Louis C.K., I have seen a bit of his stand-up post and I... I I personally did not find it as funny. Yeah, uh, it's, it felt a little bit more tell-all. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I think it depends because I th- I personally think there's at least something to be said for the cra- the way they crafted their art for like he, you know for him as a comedian, yes. him as a human being, questionable garbage. Him as a comedian, I think we can I can at least acknowledge that I'm like he had a craft for creating comedy. 
he he revolutionized. He did. He took steps to revolutionize an element of his industry. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's deniable. Like from a it's, that that is a factual statement. The way he sold tickets, mm-hmm. the way that he would not, 100%. you know, he would he wanted to you know help the fan. Out. So he revolutionized how tickets were sold for comedy events. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he, like you said, he took up the the Carlin um, model and you know pushed that forward where he would do an hour, a new hour of, of written fully written material every year. Mm-hmm. He would do like. Yeah, he, he definitely pushed the bounds with what he would talk about and honesty on stage, this and that. Absolutely. The Cosby Show, it broke ground. It paved the way. There's no denying that. Mm-hmm. But from a, from a, from a should it still be consumed standpoint, I think that's where the debate can be had. Yeah, I, I think it's one of those things where if people never watch The Cosby Show again, I think it's irrelevant because sure. it's... It, exists. It, well, the thing is, it had its effect. Mm-hmm. Like, its effect was made known. You it, can also argue that Cosby also affected the comedy landscape as well, like, as, yeah. a, as a comedian. Yeah. You know, again, could the guy tell a story and make it comedic and, you know, do that sort of stuff? Absolutely. Um, you know, similarly with, you know, you know, the Woody Allen movies. I'm not a fan of Woody Allen, so I don't really care, but people rave. He has a style. About those yeah. films, and you can argue that... It helped push forward a style that, you know, morphed into some stuff that we see today. Right. And kind of helped where the nerd wins a little bit. Exactly. Like, yeah. Does that make it okay what those guys did? No. No. But it did create something. And they did. They were able to, to use their creative craft and their art to create something. And yeah. I think to a certain degree, that should be acknowledged. I can agree with that. I can. I can. Yeah, because I think that's. I think that is a. That is a fair way of saying it. From a factual standpoint, what did they did? Did they change? Did they change and or elevate what they were doing? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I. We're saying the same things. Yeah. Yeah. We're 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 going around in circles at this there's, point. There's there's plenty of people I work yeah. with where I'm like I like you as a human being, but I can't stand to work with you. Oh really? Okay. And I'm like I feel like it's kind of I feel the same way about you. It's thanks, podcast, yeah. man. Like, dude, I love podcasting with you, but outside of this, I mean, we and I fight all the time. Yeah, you are a human piece of garbage. Exactly. And I feel like it's kind of like being able to reconcile those two things. It's just like you're great, and outside of this, we could hang out. But man, if we have to work together, it is not going to happen. Like, sure. We just it's not going to work. I just I can't. I can't do this. Absolutely. And it's worth noting, you know, I've, you know, met plenty of people. I'm like, look, this guy or this, this girl, I mean, they can, I mean, they can do X, Y, and Z, but they are a fucking asshole. (laughs) Fucking asshole. And it's just like, whoa, you know, I think it's, it's one thing you should be able to acknowledge that stuff. Absolutely. About them both as human beings and about their capabilities. As creators. Exactly. Like Johnny Manziel. Kind of a train wreck, but the yeah. guy had a moment there where he was a phenomenal football player. Right, right. And you were like, holy shit, you know, this guy could do something incredible, but he was also uh, way up his own ass <laughs> about all <laughs> that was, sort of yeah, stuff. way up his own ass there. You know? Yeah. And it, that happens in a lot of different ways. And I, I think it's, you know, there's, there's room to acknowledge both. Right. I don't know if you can separate them entirely, and I don't know if you should. That's actually a good way of saying it. I think that's a, that's a, that's a real nice way to wrap everything up. Um, uh, idea wise is that you you can acknowledge you might not be able to separate them but you can at least acknowledge the two sides of it mm-hmm. exactly yeah fuck you know what you can't always reconcile both sides of justin what's that doug a throw down! A throw down! that's 
right. You just transitioned into the throwdown. Was it perfect or was it perfect? Things are we're it's topsy turvy up in this bitch. Oh shit. We are topsying and turvying up like a motherfucker. That's right. So uh Justin's just not stopping right now. <laughs> hold this. Yeah, I just will hold <laughs> on to his penis. Um so wait, why is that out? Hmm? Why do you have that out right now? Don't worry about it. You know what? I accept you as a person. Thank you. But as a work podcast guy, you're a piece of garbage. This is what I'm talking about. That's why I can't fucking work with you. <laughs> um, do you do you have some candidates for a throwdown, Justin? Have you considered? I I'm constantly considering candidates for a throwdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have um, two that I have had in the uh, the hopper. in the queue for a while in the oh. hopper for a while. Um, but if you have some, please feel free to pull them out. I do have one that comes uh, by way of uh, Sonia Aguayo. Okay. Someone I uh, work with, and she's always coming up with... Um, I realized the other day, I'm like, you're basically generating throwdowns, and she's just polling people throughout work. Sonia! All the time, and I loved it, and uh, like... We might have time for two. We'll see. Um, okay. The, the the first one, this is a throwdown in a sense of uh, musicality. All right. All right, you ready? All right. Which of these movies has a more memorable soundtrack to you? Lion King, Beauty and the Beast. Or I should say, which one do you consider to have a better soundtrack? This was a hotly debated topic. It's a great fucking question. Hotly debated topic that leaned heavily in favor of one. Beauty and the Beast. Explain yourself. Uh, just now, I was trying to think of songs from both. Mm-hmm. Like, I was trying to think, like, I'm like, okay, this song, this song, this song, this song, this song, and I could come up with more quicker from Beauty and the Beast. So, I, I recall more from Beauty and the Beast quicker than I do from The Lion King. See, I was the other way around. You could recall more from The Lion King? The only thing I could think of from Beauty and the Beast was Beauty and the Beast, mm-hmm. Be Our Guest, Mm-hmm. That's all I got. I see the opening one, but I but but what what is that? Can you sing it? <laughs> I can. Will I? Probably not. I, it's like but I, I can't. Yes, I can. I know that I'm one not going to subject everyone to that. But I don't know how it goes. Yes. I don't know how the tune goes. Yes. Also, the Gaston one where he's in the uh, agreed in the, the don't pub. know how it goes. I can sing it, but I won't. I was like yeah. I, for me, I was like I know that one happens, but I, I know don't know how it Hakuna goes. Matata and the Circle of Life. And you also know, uh, I always almost say the lion sleeps the night. Yeah, yeah, that was the circle of life. There's wait, uh, was that the circle of life? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Okay, then and then there one. was um, the uh, oh, Elton John sang it. Um, Can you feel the love tonight? Oh, right, 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 right. Um, and uh, just can't wait to be king. Okay. Uh, there's the weird Hitler-like song that uh, oh, Jeremy, that's right. Jeremy Irons Scar sings. plays. Yeah. Or Scar, Scar sings, yeah. Not Jeremy Irons. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Is it Jeremy Irons? Yep, absolutely. Is it? Yep. Okay. It is. Cool. I'm confusing him with Michael Irons, who's a character actor, who's been in like several different things that you'd see his face and be like, oh, yeah, that guy. I think he was in Total Recall. You think of Michael Ironside. There we go. Yeah. I was like, I don't think it's Irons. It's Ironside. Yeah. Whatever. Michael Ironside. <laughs> uh, yes. So. Uh, oh, um, yeah. That guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's like you see him like, oh, yeah. Him. Yeah. Cool. Uh, ca- so uh, that being said, do you still stand by yeah. Beauty and the Beast? I would. I mean, well, 
Well, initially you asked me which one which one is more. T- so it, initially it was Beauty mm-hmm. and the Beast for me. So I have to stick with that one. Because for me, I, I was able to recall. I more. waited and I was like, which what, what has more memorable songs to me? Sure. And it was, and I've seen them both several times. Yeah. Lion King was the one that stood out to me. Aladdin. I was like, <laughs> Aladdin. You're welcome, everybody. Um, and I was like, oh, it heavily favored Lion King. Yeah. For the record, like everyone was like Lion King, Lion King. Oh, really? Like, Interesting. Everyone was like. Just hands down, people were like, I think there's like two people that said Beauty and the Beast. Interesting. Okay. I mean, I, that's interesting. I was like, okay, interesting. So that was the, the musical throwdown. Uh, the other one, she, you still look like you're. Th- yeah, no, <laughs> I'm still debating it because I'm trying to figure like, out an argument for Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. If uh, I could go. Be ahead. our guest is definitely the strongest poll. Oh, yeah. From yeah, that. yeah. I'd say the other ones, in my opinion, aren't as strong. Okay. Whereas when I look at Lion King, you've got some really strong ones. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll give you as far as yeah, I'll give the t- for some reason I'm able to recall more in Beauty mm-hmm. and the Beast, but I I feel like potentially you you'll you have a point. I I feel like I want to concede that point because <laughs> I just think I'm not yeah. conceding it, but I feel like I want to concede it. Thank you for conceding, Justin. I I heard you loud and clear. Feel like I feel like because uh, I think it's also for me the memorable. Like the, okay. like it's like when you hear ma tabanga. I've never burr, I've never know, heard that. You know that uh, th- that's like Lion King. Boom. You know <laughs> that you get Lion King from yeah. that. Yeah. Like, I don't well, know what I get. from I don't that. know what that homeless guy was yelling back over in the banquet. <laughs> I area. feel like someone's drowning. I think he was saying, "I want more buffet food. We're out of gravy. Keep it easy, guy. Keep it easy." I said, keep it easy. Keep Go fuck yourself. Easy. Keep it easy. Take it easy. Take it easy. Take it easy, buffet gravy guy. You're on Third Street. That's right. Um, so, yeah. Musical, musical right. throwdown. Lion right. King for the win! For the win! Boo! Boo, 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 boo. I'll have another one in the back pocket for another day. All right. So, thank you, Sonia. <laughs> thank for, you, Sonia. For uh, providing us with this very, very great musical throwdown. Now, you listeners have stuff in front of you to do you've got you've got things to comment on first off the whole episode what are your thoughts on yes it? and second the throwdown yeah throwdown what do you think what's more what's better to you what's has a better soundtrack beauty and the beast lion king right for me my criteria was memorabilia mem- memorabilia it's memorabilia what <laughs> sold more stuff what sold like what what is more memorable to you like how many more can you name from one or the other that's kind of the way i i, I viewed it it's memorosity i think mem- oh, i think you're right yeah yeah i think it's uh yeah it's it's damn it I was trying to do a deep cut. See? It just went poof. It happens, man. Dang it. Um, yeah. So there you go, guys. Let us know what you think about the episode and throwdown. Uh, Justin, uh, anything you want to promote? Anything you want to shout out? Chris and Matt show is ooh, 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 when ooh. this comes out. I think it's still going on. It's happening through most of April. Saturdays, <laughs> 10 o'clock, DeMott Theater, Second City Training Center. Tickets are available online. Get them and fucking do it. Get them while they're high. We did, the, we did the videos for it, so I'm partial. There you go. Yeah. Love those guys. Uh, I would like to shout out and promote the new podcast, The Review Universe. What? With Chris and Steve. Yes. Uh, two very funny gentlemen uh, who uh, the, whole, the whole point of their podcast is they have been tasked by their bosses to review everything in the universe. Fucking great fucking and concept. Some of their most recent episodes, I think they did a two-parter where they basically sat down and they reviewed uh, jelly bellies, like jelly beans. Okay. It was so much that they were, were reviewing that they had to split it into two episodes. 
Uh, they've also reviewed, like for St. Patrick's Day, they reviewed anything with the color green. So they okay. had several things. And their first episode, which I thoroughly enjoyed, was reviewing episode ones. So okay. they essentially, each of them uh, found an episode of something that the other hadn't seen and they watched it together okay and then they came back and they reviewed it and it was Fuck, man, very that's a great fucking idea very very entertaining they're very fun they're very comedic they're very creative definitely give it a listen it's on itunes it's on uh all that good stuff uh check out the review universe with steve and chris really good stuff and hopefully we'll have them as guests on our podcast soon absolutely so we can have a chat with them so Speaking of online stuff, guys, you can find MindGap on Facebook. What? Uh, we're also on Twitter at MindGap Podcast. We are also on Instagram at MindGap Podcast. Uh, Justin, I believe you have some at symbols as well. Yeah, if you put an at symbol and then the word Justin, then underscore M-I-K-E-L. It's Michael. It's a fun way of spelling it. In Twitter and in Instagram, I'll pop up. Oh, he, you'll see me. He will pop up. You will see the fuck out of me. He will pop his head up on the screen and be like, I'm here. Yo, what's up, baby? I'm here. Yeah. Uh, on uh, iTunes, on Stitcher, and on Spotify. You can find Mind Gap and forgot subscribe those parts. to us. Uh, you can subscribe to us. You can review us. Um, and uh, just let us know in general what you think about the podcast. Yeah. Uh, subscribe to us so you don't miss any uh, any uh, uh, releases. Um, we posted a little bit late last week and so, or two weeks ago, whatever the fuck it was. If you were subscribed, you had notifications on. You get a little ding-a-ling and you know that we're, uh, we got an episode out. Ring-a-ding-a-ding. You can consume right away because it's a consume, consume type of place. Also, share us around. Uh, that is uh, the only way that the podcast can grow if you guys share us. So we really, really appreciate if you guys would promote and uh, share. If you do like an episode, just tell people about it. It's that yes. simple. Uh, we, it means a, a heck of a lot to us. Yes. Um, let's see. What else? TuiStaith.com slash MindGap and TuiStaith.com slash the best bar podcast ever. It's the other podcast I do with Milos every Monday. And uh, I think that's about all I got, man. Well, I just, again, want to say shout out to Elephant and Castle for inviting us here to uh, record during the banquet. The food looks delicious. Right. Everyone, thank you all for for being so quiet uh, to the point where it almost sounds like there's no one in the room. Yeah. Uh, You guys 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 have been been a stellar. Aside from you, lady, keep that soup. Hey. Keep it under control, lady. It's got to be cold by now, right? Uh, Taking it easy. It has to be cold by now. Just don't slurp your soup. It's gross. Ugh. Yes, Elephant and Castle, 185 North Wabash. Come check them out. they got great specials. Uh, we're thrilled to be here every week with them and with you guys. Yeah. So that being said, have a great week. You are all are great. You're great human beings. Just keep being except great. Except for you, whoever you are. Lady, you drink it your soup. Drink your soup in silence. Mind Gap Podcast.